at me all weird. All right, shall I press the button? Oh, you can. I can? Yeah. Have you already started recording? Yeah, I was trying to get you in right Damn it! Clark. That's okay, though. We'll leave this in. You can push the button. Hi, everybody. That <laughs> was <laughs> such a weird intro. <laughs> I know. I wanted You guys were being funny, and I was like, oh, let's have a funny oh intro. Oh, my gosh. Everybody, this is Doesn't Screen Must Be Free, and we're doing another episode of Mr. Podcast, Are You Free? And I am Andrew McGuire, and with me, as always, is my lovely wife, my co-host, Beatrice Lopez. Hey! Hey! And this is another parallel episode to Superstore Sunday, in the idea that it's the season finale uh, yes. of the first season. So there was only six episodes. It's a very short season. Yeah. Next uh, season only has five episodes. Wow. So, I mean, that's always the thing about British shows. They're always yeah, much they more condensed. But, yeah, it's is called Diamonds Are a Man's Best Friend. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it, it was quite funny in yeah. some respects, but also upsetting. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. So, we had, now, I can't hold a theme song against it, but we had mentioned that the elevator goes up to the second floor, and so there's three floors, the ground floor, first floor, and the second floor. Yes. But the theme song mentions three sales floors, and oh. it also mentions that perfumery is on floor one, which... The perfumery was on the second floor in the last episode. That's right. Maybe they moved it up to the third floor. Yeah. After they were so rude to that woman. Right. Uh, it starts with Miss Brahms coming in late, 15 minutes late. 15 minutes late. And uh, Captain Peacock being a real jerk about it, which, you know, I get it. You want your people to be on time. You don't want them to be late, yada, yada, yada. But it's not like it seems like she does this all the time. No, that but was he, like just one time. Yeah. And uh, she says it's because it's Friday, so she didn't have money for the bus fare, so she tried to hitchhike in. Which um, is weird. Which I'm is pretty we sure that's illegal. Yeah. And she was trying to get atten uh, attention of drivers by raising her skirt, and she had to make a statement to the police, which is why she was late. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hence, it's illegal to uh, hitchhike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think she had to make a statement because they thought she was soliciting. Oh, yeah. Yes. Wow. Uh, Mr. Granger goes to Captain Peacock and, like, tells him that he still owes him. Captain oh, Peacock yes, owes, he owes him, him one pound. One pound and asks for it. Yes, he started off by saying that he left his uh, purse at home, yes. and he was sorry about that. Yeah, and then Captain Peacock makes the excuse that he also left his wallet at home, and Mr. Granger says, funny, because last time you said you'd pay me back, the same thing happened. So, Mr. Peacock doesn't repay his debts. Also, I don't think he gets paid all that much. He probably doesn't, because they go to collect the pay for everybody else and like hand it out, and his is late. And uh, Mr. Rumble's like, oh, do you want to get lunch like we always do? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm getting a little too big around the... T so obviously he doesn't have money to do it. Yeah, he didn't exactly. Get paid. Uh, 
they talk to Miss uh, Miss Brahms and Mrs. Slocum are talking, and Mrs. Slocum's like, "You need to work on making your money last all week." And she's like, oh, well, I can barely make it last the weekend because she buys clothes every week. Oh, my gosh. Which you don't need to do. No, you don't need to buy clothes every week. Yeah. And she says she doesn't buy – she buys clothes so men will ask her out for dinner so she can get food that way. Yeah, because it's too expensive to buy food. food. Because she buys clothes. It's very circular logic. But I suppose it's because she just likes – the joy of going out. She does. She gets that. food and going out, and there's the guys. Yeah. Uh, Miss Slocum says she doesn't understand young people, which I just like to note that this shows from 1969. So the young people are terrible thing is not anything new. I know. <laughs> uh, Miss Slocum is making sure she gets her uh, commissions in by suggesting alterations. Which are an extra two pounds, mm-hmm. uh, which is what interesting to me because for the longest time we thought they didn't offer alterations because Mr. Granger's big old thing is oh it'll ride up with wear. Yeah, I know. Yeah, which actually they make a little cute joke out of this time. They do because they um, do a callback to it. Yep, uh, because they make a point to slide it in from the deductions in their paychecks. That they also make a small payment to the uh, Grace Brothers staff home. So like That's a retirement right. home. There's a retirement home. So that yeah. when they have retirement age, yeah. they have a place to go. Yeah. That's kind of nice in I, a way. Yeah, I guess. Um, Mr. Lucas says, you know, he's going to be there in the staff home. And he's going to look, you know, God's going to be like, oh, Mr. Lucas, are you free? And he'll be like, yes, I'm free. <laughs> and then I'll go up and Mr. Granger will fit me for a set of wings that surely will ride up with wear. <laughs> oh, it's so funny that he thinks he'll last that long there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is true. He's terrible. He's um, terrible. And he should have been fired this episode. There yeah. are reasons. Yes. Uh, he opens it. So... Uh, Ms. Brahms makes a point to say that they took out four pounds for taxes in her check. Oh, yeah. And Mr. Lucas complains that he only made 11 pounds and then points out that they took six pounds out for taxes. Um, so he actually made more than Ms. Brahms. But I don't know, you could calculate it out that she probably made about nine pounds. Mm. But 11 pounds converted to pa- uh, pounds today, converted to dollars is about $180. $180. For okay. a week. Um, which, if you're part-time, isn't the worst, but I'm pretty sure they're full-time. Yeah. So that's not a lot. It's like hardly anything. It's hardly anything. But I guess things costed less? Yeah, they cost less, but you know, I don't know if the pound would still go this far. Uh. Um, the Actually, so about a fifth of that Divide 180 by 5 is, what, $36? Yeah. So alterations are about $36. That's actually not that bad. That's not as bad as I would expect. Um, Mr. Mash is kind of yelling at all of them because they've just been mean to him the whole time. They're always mean to him. They they, really are. Yeah. Because he's working class. Because he's working. He does stuff. Yeah, he's working class. Yes. Um, he does some. He does the alterations, actually. I think, exactly. or, or That's delivers why I'm them. That yeah, he gets that money. Yeah. So. And they do a lot of alterations. Yeah. He makes sixty pounds a week. 
Um, now, to be fair, he mentions that they laid off some people, so they're all getting tons of overtime. So he is. This does come from overtime, but the sixty pounds comes out to eleven hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's about fifty-seven k a year. Um, wow. But again, he's doing a lot of overtime. But the fact that he's making six times more than Lucas. Now, it, it, I wish we because. Miss Brahms and Mr. Lucas are the two newest people and probably make the least. Um, so I wish we could have gotten a better average by having Mr. Humphreys pay and Mr. Granger's pay. Yeah, that would have been good to see that part. But either way, they all complain that they're better. They basically all say they're better than Mr. Mash, even though he's much well better off than they are. Mm-hmm. Um, customer comes in, says she lost a diamond. And it's worth a thousand pounds, which I didn't even bother converting that. But that's a lot of money. So if basically quick math, if one hundred and eighty dollars is eleven pounds, that's times that by eleven into a mm-hmm. thousand. Let's just say ten is ten times ten times ten is a hundred. So times a hundred, that diamond is worth about eighteen thousand. Whoa. Dollars. I would have been like, let me just sell this directly to a pawn shop. Yeah. And the customer offers a 100-pound reward for it, which comes out to about 1800 bucks. Yeah. That's I, would, I wouldn't mind that. Um, Mr. Lucas and Mr. Humphreys see the diamond, they believe, and it's between Captain Peacock's legs. Yes. That was very awkward. Yeah, Mr. Lucas hides it by putting, like, stepping on it between his legs. Yeah, so, like, like you wouldn't notice that. Yeah, they're like, if he looks down, they could have just called him. He wouldn't have looked down before looking at them. He could have quick, quickly and quietly bent down, reached between his legs, and just grabbed the thing and just walked away. Right. Um, but that, I guess that wouldn't be funny. Right. Captain Peacock's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, my lumbago hurts. I don't, I don't know what a lumbago is. I don't know, but um, the other one comes over and massages his ankle. Yeah. I forgot the other one's name. Mr. Humphreys. Mr. Humphreys. Yes, Mr. Humphreys, are you free? Um, but let's, we just glossed over it that they did a transphobic joke in the beginning of this episode. Yes, they, it's, yeah, the punchline is transphobic. The set, I would argue the setup isn't, but the punchline is. The punchline was transphobic. Yeah, he's like, because Mr. Humphreys has a friend who's gorgeous, and they're like talking, and like, they're all, and Mr. Lucas is like, oh my god, she's like gorgeous, da da da. Yeah, like and surprised he, that he has a friend that's yeah. a pretty. Yeah. yeah. And um, he says, yeah, she's really settled. Actually, does, does Mr. Humphrey say he or she? He. So he misgenders her. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I don't know if misgendering... I mean, nowadays it's really... Like like now, it, like in modern times, we know that's a really bad thing. I don't know if it was... It was purposeful so that you heard the transphobic... Joke of, yeah. So that way... Mr. Lucas like gets like grossed out. Grossed out. Oh no! It's, it's a, a man. man. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, the reason why. Yeah, so it, it's it's transphobic in the setup too, I guess, because it, it has it does misgender somebody. Um, because yeah, that could have been any kind of surgery. Yeah, I, it could have yeah. been like, oh, uh, she just probably had scoliosis or something. I don't right. know. Yeah, no, I get what you're job or something. Yeah, they had to say he so that they would. Well, that sucks. Yes, I know. Well, you know, 1970s. Yeah, that's true. Although that type of joke like lasted way too long into it like did. The, like even into like the early 2010s. So, mm. um, Mr. Rumble gets a call. Oh. To from the customer. Oh yeah, that's right. And says that he will gladly split the that uh, the um, reward. Amongst everybody. But he says it's 75. 75. So he's planning on pocketing the extra 25. Yeah. Um, so he's a jerk. Yeah, total. Like 400 bucks. Six, uh, yeah, like four to 500 bucks. Um, Mr. Humphrey says it's because he has low set ears and people with low set ears have criminal tendencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't know why that's a thing, but I guess. Well. Oh, my. You have an idea. <laughs> There's two things I found, and they contradict each other. In the 1980s, there was a um, study that supposedly showed a link between the, the two. That slight deformations like low-set ears could lead to violent tendencies. Wow. Now, on the other hand, Chinese face reading says that people with low set ears are very nice, cordial, and very kind. Huh. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, one study from the 80s that probably wasn't ever redone or checked compared to folklore and superstition. So, mm -hmm. you know, take what you want from it. Uh, but they also misgender people in the show, so who can take it seriously? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Humphrey says that, well, the only way for them to get the full reward is for them to call the customer, not Mr. Rumble. So one of them will have to sneak into Mr. Rumble's office and get the phone number. Oh, boy. And he does coin flip, says... Uh, Mr. Lucas calls heads. Mr. Humphreys flips a coin, looks at it himself, and says, <laughs> oh, you're going in. And, like, Mr. Lucas, like, at first is like, ah, oh, damn. And then he kind of like, oh, I know you tricked. It was a trick. So he, says, <laughs> he tells him, oh, you have low set ear ears too, don't you? Um, in the meantime, Captain Peacock thinks he's found the diamond. Yes, and then the same joke of putting your foot between someone's legs plays out again. Yes, except with uh, Mrs. Slo him putting his leg through Mrs. Slocum's. I thought she kind of was okay with it. Yeah, there's a weird thing between... The, he asked her out last time and she accepted, but then he canceled, so she turned him down. Like, there's well, a... Like a love-hate. Yeah, there's a, there's a thing going on with them. Um, he goes into Mr. Rumble's office having found the diamond, and make calls the customer. And to call, he calls the operator and uses a flawless Mr. Rumble voice. 
I did not even notice that he was yeah. trying to imitate his voice. Yeah, I mean, like, they have the other actor do the voice, and he just lip syncs it. Whoa. But yeah, he does a flawless Mr. Rumble voice and calls the customer and says, and he, like, describes himself as tall, distinguished, slightly graying with a uh, red carnation. Um, he. Well, she does say distinguished, like, oh, yes, distinguished. Yes. Sounds distinguished is probably what she said. And yes, yes. Quite so. Um, Mr. Lucas is waiting for Mr. Rumble to go on lunch. So his secretary walks out and he asks her if she went on, if he's gone to lunch. She says, yes, and I'm going to get my lunch too. And then he squeezes her butt. Yes, that was the worst thing ever. Like, so, he, like his hand penetrated her butt, basically. Yeah. yeah. No, he should have been fired. Fireable offense. And arrested. Yes. It's like a thing with him. Because he did it to the perfume girl. At yeah. least she slapped him. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, shouldn't bully the victim, but... Oh, somebody should do something to him. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, I, I mean... Mm. No, I no, no. I don't know if we'll see any ramifications for his behavior, but I hope so. I would hope so. Um, well, in the end, karma. Hmm. Well, in this episode, but I mean, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, you're making. I I, li- I like it. You're making hand signals to tell me what you mean because you don't want to say it yet because it's an audio thing and people can't see it. Yes, that is correct. It's mysterious. I don't want to do spoilers. I mean, I'm almost done with my notes, so. I mean, okay, so basically, the spoiler was he does not get the money in the end. No one gets the money. No one gets the money. I thought it was going to be that man from the beginning. Yeah, Mr. Mash. I, you, you said that while we were watching. You said um, you thought that they all had fake diamonds because obviously they couldn't all find the diamond. Yes, In and I was right. They yeah. did all have fake ones. Mm-hmm. Except Captain Peacock. He found the real one. Yes, he did. Now, Captain Peacock knows he has a real diamond because he examines it. He has experience with diamonds. He actually calls it, he's like, because the customer only talked to Mr. Humphreys, Mr. Lucas, and then Mr. Rumble and tells them that it's like a, a four carat or two carat or however big it is. It's worth a lot yeah, of money. And it's worth a lot of money. And he actually examines it and he's like, oh, and he says it's between this and this. And he like gets it like right on the dot of what the carats would be. And he says like 57 facets or I don't know. I don't know the. Yeah, we don't do jewelry here. Yeah, so but he seems to know all like the little things about it. Mm-hmm. So he he he's got experience with that, which is interesting. Now he's in the office, and Mr. Lucas starts coming in. So Mr. Uh, so Captain Peacock hides under the desk. Yeah. And then Mr. Lucas goes to the phone and does the same bit. And then the secretary's like, "You want to call that person again?" Yeah. He's like, yeah, of course, whatever. And then they all like, oh, we didn't. Um, and Mr. Rumble comes back, and they're like, oh, we we were just here to tell you we didn't find the diamond. And he's like, okay, well, keep looking. And because he, he thought he found the diamond too. That's right. Um, but then they all, you know, they agree to whoever finds the diamond gets the full reward. Now, Mr. Young Mr. Grace comes in with the customer. Yes. And that's when, like, 
Captain Peacock, you know, has the real diamond. And uh, Mr. Gray says, oh, you'll all get the reward. You'll all get something. And they're all like, oh, yeah, wow. Because yeah. he says, I'll add in an extra 100 pounds. Yeah. Because she was going to do 100 pounds, and then he's like, I'll do an extra 100. And so... Well, isn't um, it um, Mrs. Slocum says, won't we all... Won't, oh, wait. Who was it that said, what will we get? Is it Mr. Lucas? Mr. Lucas. Of course yes. it is. Yeah, of course. Mr. Lucas always wants something. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Gray says the customer make out the check to him. Yes. Actually, that's not true. He makes it have sort of make it out to the company. Yes. Because he's giving it to the company, and then he takes from the company 200 and it applies it to the Grace Brothers staff home. Yeah. So they can all benefit from it because it's going to their retirement home. Exactly. So they have to stay there long enough to be retirement age. From there. So really it only benefits the oldest. Yeah. And he's like, this will benefit you all, as I can see by your happy faces. And they oh, all look my. miserable. <laughs> and the only one even remotely smiling is Mr. Granger, who, like, in a very nihilistic Nihilistic? Is that the word? Nihilistic? Nihilistic. Me pretending I know big words. I hey. thought you knew it. Yeah. Nihilistic um, kind of dark humor. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> he, he kind of finds the humor in it and they're like, why are you so happy? He's like, well, probably because I'm the closest to benefiting because <laughs> he's old. He is old. <laughs> old people are dumb. No, <laughs> that's what they kind of imply. Mm. But in this case, he benefits from his age. Yeah. I don't know if they, they're calling him dumb. I think he just has that sardonic. That's a better way of saying it. Sardonic. sardonic uh, humor. That's me That's that's me just throwing out a word because I know what it is. What does mean. sardonic mean? It's like dark humor. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, that's all the I have for this know. episode. The more you know. And again, just have to say, Mr. Lucas should be fired. And I didn't even notice... Miss Slocum's hair color. Yellow. Oh, it's just blonde. Huh. It's like very blonde, like yellow blonde. I can't tell because the coloring is muted yeah. on this show. Yeah, it's a... Oh, that's actually a good point to bring up. That Captain Peacock brags that he is a colored television. Yeah, in the beginning of the episode... He had to say that he left his coin thing. His wallet or his, whatever. Uh, his coin purse or whatever. Notebook or whatever. Like note yeah. thing on the colored television. So he wanted to imply that, yeah, he's doing pretty well. Yeah, he's got one of them color TVs nowadays. Kevin Peacock does seem like the type. And I mean, I know they only had like one or two stations back then. But like, I can really see him going home. And, like, just sitting on the couch, like, and just drinking a beer while watching TV. Yeah. Like, like I don't think he has a fulfilling home life at all. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, perhaps his wife is still away. Yeah. She went to stay with her sister. I don't think they're doing very well. I think the that was code for them getting divorced. Probably. I did, and I'm, I'm, or separated. Yeah. And I've been trying to figure out, is Miss Slocum... Mrs. Slocum, is she widowed, or or is she divorced or separated, or maybe never married? Uh, she says Mr. Slocum. Oh, like she implies she implies she has a husband a few times, but 
Like Sven says, he went away, but I don't know if that. If anybody means knows, please let us know on one of our various social media outlets. Cause it's plug time. It's plug time. That's plug right. Time. I I don't have a song for that. Eh, I mean, that was a nice song. Take a plug, make a plug. You're a lug. Da 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 da. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fine. Instagram, DSMB free. Twitter, DSMB free. Somebody called the Wambulance. He's so mad. <laughs> Gmail at it's DSMB free at gmail.com. And you can follow my YouTube, A Simple Adventure, and my wife's TikTok, Beatrice Lopez. B E A T R I Z L O P E Z four nine zero. Thank you. Thank you, and y'all have a wonderful night. Bye bye. Bye.